podcast is out. The age of independence is here, where the next generation of high-performing agencies transform the agency landscape. I'm a mom, a businesswoman, and mega startup coach. This podcast is all about you, the agency owner, stepping into the new wave of opportunity, knocking out the competition in the modern market. This is the Age of Independence Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Agar. Welcome to the show. Hi, agents. My guess is that many of you might be feeling the pressure right now of being halfway through the year. That's right. We have six months until Thanksgiving if you're listening to this when it launches live. And you might be feeling stretched thin or distracted with tasks that you know someone else could do if you just had time to train them. And with so many things to do, you think I'm better off if I just tackled this myself today. For many entrepreneurs, the problem isn't a lack of talent, it's a lack of replicatable processes. In this episode, we're going to talk about your most intentional results yet and how to use a documented process to achieve the big wins that are most important to you this year. So here's how you know if this content is for you. Are you struggling to replicate yourself? Do you have satellite agencies who are not following the process yet that you used in your first agency? Are people constantly coming to you with questions about who is doing what? Or do you have a large retention goal or sales goal that you want to hit by the end of the year? If that's you, then stay tuned because the content today is going to be a big win for your agency. And it occurred to me that we're catching this episode when it goes live almost halfway through the year. And it's hard to believe that uh, we're already that far along. But on the flip side, it's great to see how much runway we, we do still have left to achieve our goals. So if you're new with us, we're crazy passionate about cracking the code to new business growth. And I believe you can do it without losing the heart and soul of your agency. We have a very packed year planned with a lot of important content that I believe will be just very helpful to you. We have some amazing interviews coming soon as well as new content. So I wanna encourage you wherever you consume this content to hit subscribe right now so the content will come straight to you. And also I just wanna encourage you to write a review. If you haven't yet, that would mean the world to me here at Age of Independence. And I'm so grateful when this message makes a difference in your agency, with your team. Let's dive in to some new thoughts today with a question. As a business owner, what is one of the most important responsibilities within your agency? And the answer is one of your primary roles is to influence intentional results. That's what you wanna do. You wanna plan your next move so you can direct where your end results will land. And we do this by leading the behaviors of our team. That's how we get results. And if you're like most agents I know, you're already bought into working on your business instead of just in the business. And you know that's where you want to be, but the craziness of the day-to-day can get in the way. And that's the problem we're gonna solve today. How can we invest more time into influencing intentional results? And we do this through mapping the processes that make our agency successful. So what is process mapping? It's creating a process for our processes. It's building a plan 
that you can follow to make it easier to wrap your arms around who is going to do what, when, and deciding how you want them to do it. It's a template that gives you one step at a time for taking your goal and turning it into a reality. First, a process is not an outline. So it's not just a checklist. It's a documented plan that explains each step of who is doing what when. And it's going to include things like job aids, a time a timeline, um, click paths if you need them, checklists if you need them, so that you and your team have everything that you need to pull it off. And you know you have a process when you can hand it off to someone else and they can replicate what you've been doing. So just quick side note here, this is super important because there's some big trends going on right now in the insurance world to help you automate and delegate. And the question isn't whether you need a VA or whether you need an automated email system. The question is timing and whether you have the process in place first to make the investment worth your while to get the ROI on your investment. So getting these processes in place first mean that you'll have far more success with your VAs and your new technology than agents who just haven't defined their process yet. So looking at your agency operations now, are your processes where you want them to be? In your agency right now, if you have great methods, but they're not documented yet, then what you have is a way of doing things. But a way of doing things is not a process yet. It's a a way of getting things done now that's guaranteed to crinkle over time as you grow. And if you want your new employees or your new satellite offices following a winning plan and pulling in the same direction, if you want to replicate yourself and work on your business instead of just in it, if you want your current way of doing things to continue as you grow and scale, then your documented processes are how you get there. And this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart because I've been involved with um, a lot of fun processes at Quantum as we've launched as a startup company and as we've grown from six employees to over 100 employees and now to over 50 agencies. There's been a lot of processes where we really needed to sit down and define who needed to do what, when and how they were going to do it. And when you're when you're tackling a project that's really going to take more than just you, it's going to involve other people and it's going to have multiple steps. Deciding ahead of time how that's going to go is going to eliminate a lot of gray areas. It's going to eliminate confusion. People will have clarity on what they're supposed to do and they'll have a better idea of when they've accomplished the task because you've defined what the mission and the goal is so that you can review it and you can figure out how effective it was. So we'll talk a little bit further in the episode about some processes that can make a really big difference for your agency that made a really big difference for our agency. Um, But before we get into all of that, what's it going to cost you? And it's really, it's about a bunch of time. I mean, it takes discipline to sit down and create a process. And if you already have a way of doing things that's been going well for you, it can be difficult to schedule this in and to add in an extra task when you're already taking on so much. But bear with me here. Calculate how much time you'll be saving once you've created a path for your team to follow that enables them to do 
what you've been doing. This is a time investment, not time spent. It's time invested. And since we have six months until the holidays hit us, um, what big wins do you want to see this year to feel like you accomplished what you set out to do in 2021? And I'm going to assume you've already been really specific about your goals. And maybe you've even already written them down. But this is about getting laser focused on that vision and getting the processes in place that will lead to those outcomes that you want. So your vision might be, I want to coach my team on sales instead of training them on systems every time I bring a new person on. Or maybe your vision is, I want to have an automated client onboarding process so that every client that comes on board to our agency has a really seamless first impression. Or maybe your goal is, I want to have a conversation with every single client within my agency this year, or I want a team member to have that conversation. Whatever your goals are, know that you are doing one of the best things you can do as an agency owner. By carving out time to create new processes for your agency, it's one of the best ways to invest your time. So why should you be doing this? You're the one who's the decision maker in your agency. And process mapping is about deciding who is going to do what, when, how they're going to do it. And there's a lot of great areas, a lot of decisions to be made. And you are best equipped to make most of those calls. It's one of the best ways that you can spend your time. And if done right, you will get a great ROI on your time investment here. You're going to achieve those wins by chasing the process today. So we've reminded ourselves what the vision is. We picked out what that big win is going to be at the end of the year. And we could chase the end result or the, the big sales goal by charging through and just achieving it through brute force and focus. or You can set your team up for success tomorrow by creating the behaviors today that will lead to the right outcomes tomorrow. Wins for your team will follow strong processes because intentional actions are what drive your process. And if you don't love processes yet, I get it. It's a big stretch. And for those of us who are used to just fixing our eyes on that goal, never wavering, getting it done, we're great at executing one way or another, if that's you right now, I applaud you for your focus and your ability ability to execute because that's that key ingredient that can't be missing. But my hope is that today I can encourage you to invest a little extra time in the strategies that are going to take what's been working for you so far and make it scalable. And that's what's going to happen when you have a documented process that your team can follow. So today is about the first step towards falling in love with the process, learning to love what must be done because the process will lead to your desired outcome. The first step to mapping our processes is identifying where we can make the biggest impact in our agency first. So I'm going to give you six examples of processes that I've worked on in the past that were really fun for me because I knew they were going to move the needle. I knew they were going to have a huge impact Um, just to get the wheels in your head turning. So follow along with me for about five more minutes here while I describe a few different processes that you could start with. If you are looking to document a front-to-back process for the first time, or maybe you have some processes for your agency and you're ready to invest time in updating those. And I'll include a 
brief tip for each process idea to just help you get into brainstorming mode. We're not going to try to tackle all of these processes at once, but we're going to go through six ideas so that by the end of the episode, you can think through what's the process where I can make the biggest impact and take those intentional actions towards those big wins. So process number one, your recruiting process. This one is huge because attracting talent is a huge asset to your agency, but it's also a big one. It's a good process to tackle because it's so time consuming and expensive recruiting candidates for your agency. And so my tip here is that when you're mapping this process, Maybe try delegating the phone interview process to a trusted team member first. Um, Maybe you're not ready to bring on a recruiting team for the whole thing. So start by delegating who's going to read the resumes, who's going to post the ads, who's going to be the person that plays the phone tag and weeds out the applications and gets the candidate to you for a face-to-face interview. And this enables you to always be recruiting because we wanna be recruiting year round instead of just jumping on it when we're short staffed. So if we delegate out that really time intensive part of the process and just get you in front of the right person so that you can make the decision, it makes it so much doable to just always be recruiting. So recruiting process is an idea that might be the first one that your team tackles. Um, Or it could be your new team member onboarding process. And I found this one is huge because it touches so many different departments or key players within your agency. And when you bring on a new team member, this process is probably going to cross your recruiting team, HR, your licensing coordinator, your sales trainer, or your sales manager. So a lot of coordination is needed here to make sure that things are happening in the right order, you're not missing documentation, and that you're creating a seamless first impression for every team member that comes on board to your agency. And if you're thinking of opening a satellite agency, this is a great process to start with ahead of time. Um, I recently had an episode come out with Emily Gerber-Poe and, It's called Here for Good, and it's about how she as a legacy agent has grown and scaled and expanded her agency um, from captive to independent now into three different locations. And so she's gone through that process of trying to make sure that what's worked for her over the years in the main location is carrying on and influencing the teams in the new locations. Hey, loyal listeners, when you hear me say CAS certified, that means that we use them in our agency. Are you a local insurance agent looking to take your business to the next level? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS, aka Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. But like in today's world, we use these initials like it's cool because it is. It's hip. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they offer the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing market. That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and the guidance you need to see your agency succeed. Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. 
Don't you survive in the competitive insurance industry? Thrive with nationwide brokerage solutions today. Get started today and learn more at mbsbrokerage.com. That's where you learn more, mbsbrokerage.com. Cash certified. Uh, idea number three, your sales process. Um, are you tired of training new employees on systems? You can create a process where you're focusing your time and energy on training them on sales and then have other resources lined up to train them on systems. And a challenge here is to start by writing down how you want your team to introduce your agency without saying the words, I'm going to shop your rate or find you the cheapest price. And I talk more about this in one of my previous episodes on writing great scripts and creating a sales process for our team here at Quantum. We call it selling with purpose. It's been probably one of the most rewarding endeavors I've had because it continues to have a positive impact every day. And it's just a really fun one to work on. The next one could be your new client onboarding process. And Chris Paradiso, I have to say, is a fantastic resource for this. I listened to him share about it during one of Heath Sharon's insurance town halls. And there's just so much you can do here to leverage technology for these new client touch points. And so my tip here would be if you're working on your new client onboarding steps to map out your process for what you're going to do to get trailing documents prior to binding and making sure that your process includes job aids for like how you want them uploaded and the steps for that so that nothing falls through the cracks. Because what this will do is it will direct your team's attention so that your client's first impression is your automated welcome emails instead of phone calls that are trying to track down more documents. So it really goes a long way to creating a, a great experience. Idea number five, your renewal process. And so what if your big win for this year is by the end of the year, I want our team to have a conversation with every single client. If that's your goal, it's totally possible. And mapping out your process for this will pay off in spades. I got to shout out Kelly Donahue Piro for this. She has a great process for your renewals. And she says this process is like the penicillin of insurance <laughs> because uh, getting this process down means it's going to cover your updated contact information process. It's going to cover your cross-selling process. Just you'll accomplish so much by getting this one down. Um, and finally, um, I've spent quite a bit of time on uh, our new carrier onboarding process at Quantum as well. And I realize you may already have your set carrier suite. Your core carriers are likely already on board. But with so many new InsurTech carriers coming out, I wanted to just add this one on as, as an example because you may be considering adding on an openly or a clear cover or something along those lines. And you can actually create forms and documents that will map out this entire process for you so that everything moves smoothly. And you can make sure you have your team buy-in. So first you might create, for example, a carrier scorecard for your agency that details what you would need to know before pursuing an appointment, like do they have 12-month auto, do they download, what can I expect from claims? And then your process will then include a plan for piloting the new carrier and reviewing what your agency experience is like for them and the steps for how you want to train your team on the new carrier. And I'll actually walk you through an example of the steps that we take to 
map out our processes, and we'll use the new carrier onboarding processes as an example. So stay tuned and I'll walk you through what that looks like for us. Because now that we brainstormed six different processes that might be a big win for your area, um, I hope that by the end of the episode, you'll be able to narrow it down to a big one to start on first. So just one at, one at a time. And so let's talk about how we're actually going to create the process. Now we know which one we want to map out. So we're going to map it out. We're going to start a method um, that I created at Quantum along with our education manager, Amanda Map, And we wanted forms that our team could use when they're building a new process. So at Quantum, most processes touch multiple departments. So if you're like me and your process is gonna involve more people than just yourself, you really need a process that outlines that. And the method that I'm about to walk you through is really describing to you the same one that we use to get you started, get you off on the right foot, And there's other methods out there. There's other ways that you can map processes. But I found that this is really just a perfect fit for the insurance world and the agency world because it keeps it simple. And first, I'm going to walk you through the process charter. And this is the first step to process mapping, which is really having a process for how you're going to create your process. And it, it sounds fancy, but you're process charter is just a document that you create that includes nothing but your plan for this process. So it's going to describe it, it's going to name it, and it's going to tell you what this process is going to accomplish. So you're setting parameters around that. And this is the part of the episode where you're going to want to take notes. So if you need a moment, uh, now would be the time to put me on pause for a second and grab your notebook Here are some things you want on your process charter. So what's the name of your process? This one is important so that once it's stored, your team can find it. And for the sake of our example today, let's just use our new carrier onboarding process as an example, because that's a a specific name and we can tell by the title what it's referring to. Next, we want to think about what is the goal and mission of this process? So you'll need to define your goal and mission because this is how you will identify if your process was successful. So I'll just give you an example here. The mission of our new carrier onboarding process is to ensure a successful launch for both the agency and the carrier following a testing period with the end result being an additional option that's a value add to our clients that our team is bought into representing accurately and efficiently. Then you want to look at who's responsible for the process. Is there going to be a a key person that's involved, responsible for the end result, the person who's the key decision maker? That might be you. Um, It might be a sales manager on your team. It might be an operations manager on your team. And then who are the key stakeholders? So these are the other departments in your agency or the other team members who will be touching this process. And particularly the ones who are going to be involved in creating the process before it's rolled out to your team. So, for example, at Quantum, the captain for our new carrier onboarding process would be um, Alejandro. He's the director of our strategic relations. But the key stakeholders in that process would also be our licensing team, our quality assurance team, education, for example. And so that group is working together to define who does what, when, and how we're going to do it. And then the we want to define the scope because we we really need to decide where 
our process is going to start and stop. For example, this process might start once we already have an appointment with the carrier and it might stop once we have completed a successful pilot. But I'll give you one more example where scope is really important because some processes could be really broad like your sales process. And an example of scope for your sales process might be, this is gonna start at the introduction of the call and it's gonna end at the close of the call. And what that's gonna do is it's gonna tell you that items like how you marketed the client or your new policy documentation won't be found under your sales process. They would be found under a separate process. So deciding ahead of time where your process starts and stops will keep your processes from growing like way too long and out of control. And then your timeline, are there any deadlines involved? How much time is appropriate to dedicate to your action plan? For example, if you're gonna have a pilot where you're testing out like how things are going with a new carrier, how long is that going to last? Um, What's the deadline for where you want your associates trained on the new carrier so that you can launch it? and important items like that. So now that we've walked through what a process charter looks like, your your plan for your process, you're mapping out what your process is going to look like so that you can start building it. We've narrowed our, our focus now. So now we're thinking with that end goal in mind. So give yourself a pat on the back. This is where you get to have a mental break and schedule the next steps for maybe the following week. Maybe you're in the zone. Maybe you're ready for the next steps. That's great. But don't feel bad if this is something that you want to tackle in chunks. So now that we've kind of outlined where we want this process to go, step two is just brainstorming. And this one is my favorite step. It's just so fun. Like literally just whiteboard it with your team. Um, and you you might just start by whiteboarding it with your team captain um, or maybe a few of the key stakeholders um, because this is uh, this step should probably look like chicken scratch. Like you're literally just writing down everything that comes to mind about this process. And I would particularly take note of all the question marks in gray areas. So usually those are going to pop up with the when questions and the who questions like when is this going to happen what step you know what order who's going to do what first so um, when you're brainstorming you might not have the answers to all of those questions yet but by brainstorming and whiteboarding this out you're going to identify what decisions still have to be made before this process can be built Step three is just outlining your process steps so now that you've brainstormed now you're trying to get things in order you're trying to get black and white decisions to those gray areas so that you can start detailing basically what happens to make make this process come into play. And then step four is creating your job aids. So this is really going to help you make it really efficient to train people on how to do the process. So there might be forms that you need to include with your steps that the team members would need to refer to to be able to pull this off. So for our new carrier onboarding process, for example, this might include a checklist that the education team would use when we're meeting with the carrier education team to talk about like what training resources they have available so that we can plan um, the training and education and what that would look like with this new carrier. Um, job aids that could come in to play. If it's your sales process, maybe this is... Um, the different sales scripts that you want them to to look at. Or maybe 
there is a checklist that they need to see. And so you might um, have all of that ready. And once you've created your job aids, it's really time to just start documenting your process. So this is step number five. It's the final step. And this is when your process becomes official. Um, and it's a form that you fill out that just lists each step along the way. So you've planned it out, you've brainstormed, you've outlined it in order, you have your job aids, and now you're ready to actually document the process. Everything you did up before this step was just mapping out what your process was going to look like. It was basically preparing, getting your thoughts together. Now you're actually going to fill out the actual form that is going to become your official, real documented process. And that's going to tell you um, each step in order. You're going to list which department or which person is responsible for that particular step. You're going to take note of any job aids that can be referred to. So that step might say, you know, meet with new carrier education team, refer to uh, form C uh, carrier education checklist, for example, so that they can find the job aids. You can just link them right there in your document and then any deadlines for that step. So maybe the document has 10 steps on it, but maybe there's a step that you know you don't want to have it take any longer than a week, for example. So you would put your deadline in there. And then you have to decide where you're going to store it. So you might not want to just have a, a paper manual where it's hard to edit and update things and keep it up to date. So you might want to save it somewhere like SharePoint in folders that you've outlined so that everything has a place and so that people can find them and that the right people have access to the right processes. So now you have an official like, documented process that your team can refer to if they have questions and it'll help you train your team and you're well on your way to replicating yourself now. That, that way of doing things is now becoming a replicatable process and you can see your big wins become a tangible reality through intentional actions. And finally, review your processes. Our processes at Quantum are continuously improving, and it's okay for your process to change and grow as you learn more. Just be sure to take notes of the changes so your documented process, just you always wanted to have the most cutting edge methods that are working for your team. And this is also where another agent or peer will come in handy. Our um agency community is so tight-knit and I'm betting there are agents in your circle who will review your process with you and give you their feedback and their ideas um, on anything that they would tweak or change. So now that we've just kind of walked through an overview of what that looks like, just know that you're successful when you influence the intentional actions that your team needs to take in order to see the big wins tomorrow. So what do we have? We have a plan now for how to take our current um, methods and turn them into a replicatable process. You're a leader. You have the potential to influence your entire team to be more intentional with their efforts and moving in the same direction. And by investing in your processes, you've added value to your team and fuel to your plan to achieve great things this year. And we're going to get strategic and invest our time where it will pay off tomorrow and empower our team to take the right actions. Remember, you can grow and scale 
when you have processes that other people can follow and repeat. Uh, There was a lot of info in this episode, so please reach out to me on LinkedIn or at caitlin.egger at quantumassurance.com. And I want to thank you for your feedback and for being a part of this community. Uh, Thanks for going on this process mapping journey with me. It's an ongoing process, uh, but our agencies will be better off for it, will be stronger and well on our way to achieving those big wins this year. Have a great day and thanks for joining me on The Age of Independence.